Blog Talk Radio. hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio here on Blog Talk, our favorite place to hang out here on the web. I know that's right, baby. This is a place where we can relax and share in a conversation with not just each other, but of course with you guys as well. And you can join us anytime by calling in 347-215-8305, where you will be on live with us And you can also join us in our chat room as it will be open for the entire show. Yes, yes, it will. And today we are discussing fathers and how very important they are in all of our lives. We got a few emails from people saying, you know, thank you guys for covering this wonderful topic. And to all of you, you're very welcome. But we also, babe, got some uh, calls from some listeners who were saying that, you know, what if your father is a deadbeat dad or if he was never around? And to those we say, this show is about all fathers, the good and the not so great. Fathers out there, and our hearts truly go out to you, and our prayers are with you. Yes, babe. Well, let's start with your father, baby. And why don't you share your story and your relationship with your father with us? Uh, I know that your father is no longer here. Love him to death, and God bless his soul. Yes, and thank you, baby, for that. Well, I still find it hard at times, you know, sometimes when I'm just sitting back thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, and first and foremost, he is no longer here with us, but he is in spirit. And um, growing up in a single-parent house, you know, wasn't all that bad because I had, like, five sisters and I have three brothers so you know we had a we had a good time growing up you know we fought and stuff like that but my dad you know I was kind of his favorite so he kind of you know and my name is his name his name was Jack my name is Jackie and you know he was truly special I remember bragging to the kids in the neighborhood whenever I'd like getting fights and stuff that if you're mean to me my dad's gonna come for you I'm gonna call him (laughs) and you know it's it's funny because now that I look back I would be making that story up and I'd be pretending like you know I was going to be able to call my dad, and actually I didn't know where he was at that time because my dad was what I call a drifter. He went from city to city, and he had friends everywhere, and he loved to go play pool and hang out in those type of atmospheres. And, you know, so he would come into town, and it was like a breath of fresh air whenever he would fly in, and then all of a sudden my grandma would call and say, Your dad's here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd make a beeline to her house so that I could go over and see him. So I always, you know, admire fathers, whether they're biological dads or stepfathers that's there for the kids and, you know, in the household. I think that's very admirable and special and just off the hook. It's it's an awesome thing. So, you know, even though I didn't grow up with him in the house all the time, it's still all good. And, you know, I do miss him. And, you know, right before he became really sick, um, we did get to spend a lot of time together, honey. And you was there, you know. Oh, yeah. He got to come to Canada with us when you was playing with the Raptors. It was off the chain. Yeah. He would walk to practice with you and, <laughs> You know, you guys would walk over to the arena at Air Canada Center and yeah. in the snow, and no then question. you would come back and share with me your guys' conversation. So to me, that meant the world, even though I was a grown-up by the time I spent a lot of time with them. And then I'll share one last special thing is he had never married my mom growing up, and right. he asked me if he could marry her. And I'm so glad that he did end up marrying my mom eventually. And, you know, she's actually uh, still carries his namesake to this day, even though he's no longer with us. So. That that was it. that was awesome when when that happened. But I I will say that it was so powerful to meet your father because I I know mom and you know we hang out all day and we talk and we chat. But there's so much of you that is him that it was just like power. You your you know looks and strength and a lot of different things that you can see that came from him that you might not even know. But as, as me looking at you and looking at him, I was just like, wow, this is awesome. Thank you, honey. And, you know, I would just like to add that having a father in any capacity, in any capacity, you guys, is a wonderful thing. Sometimes in life you can't just have it all or have it the way you want it, but knowing and believing your father does care, it makes it all the better. Yeah. And um, But, okay, enough about me. 
Yeah, my pops, now let's talk a little bit about you and your father. (laughs) (laughs) I I knew you were going to do that. And, you know, I will say, obviously, as a father, I've truly come to to understand how big of an influence a father can have on a child's life, whether it be a male or a female. But uh, with my dad, I met my father when I was about seven years old. And it's funny, babe, because that's, you know, right about Dougie's age now, about our son's age. And when I look back, because I've been there with our son from the day he came out and got his first (laughs) breath of air. So I just say, wow, so much stuff that I could have learned and probably missed out because my dad wasn't around during that time. But uh, I wouldn't change anything, no question. Uh, but once I met my dad, I will say that, that my life changed because I all of a sudden I saw where a lot of my ways came from, uh, the way that I'm fidgety sometimes and, and I can joke around. And I, I love my father to, je- to death and I, I cherish our times together and our talks together, especially during like this holiday season. They, they will be coming to visit us tomorrow. So it, there's times where we just get to sit down on the couch and talk about times past, times present, times in the future, <laughs> and it, it is, it, I learned so much, I, I, I just truly do, and it shows me how much fathers are truly needed, even that I'm grown and have a family of my own, that's something that I still need, I need that, that talk, that companionship to be able to sit down with them and, you know, ask him questions that I still have in my head, so uh, I can say that that fathers are are very special. But one thing before we go on, I want to ask you, what do you think about stepfathers? Because we both had them. I think that that's, like I said, that's very important, a father figure, period, especially with ladies. There's a lot of ladies out here that's raising their kids on their own, and when they meet someone, a a male, and they come into their life, for the male to step up and kind of be a dad figure or a father figure for the kids, it's, it's just it's so admirable and it's unexplainable. You know, we have an older child, and um, for you to be her stepfather and to adopt her and treat her as our own, that just really is special to me. So I know there's a lot of mothers out there, and I know you guys are listening right now, and it's off the hook if you are with someone that is willing to also have the child that may not be their biological child in their life just the same as theirs. So I think stepfathers should be commended. They should just be their way up, big ups to all of them. Yeah, and, you know, question whoever they are from whatever age. And, you know, I have a question for you, honey. Uh Do you think that um, even though your dad wasn't around all the time growing up, the times that he was, do you feel like he encouraged you and inspired in you to be the best person that you could be, and that's why it's kind of wore off onto how you are with our kids? Uh, No question. I would have to say tremendously because uh, growing up, and I was around some kids who had both parents, and I'd go home and ask my mom questions, even though we had I had a stepfather around. I would still ask, you know, I want to know, who's my dad? Where's he at? All these different things. And some questions she might not have been able to ask or answer at that particular time. And, man, my, my dad, I would say, in that way, changed my life in so many aspects. It, it, it's incredible just being able to meet him. And like I said, sit and talk with him was powerful. And you know what else I was going to say is, you know, I know, like say for instance, you know, girls, it could lead, if they don't have their dad around, it could lead to loneliness, feelings of low self-confidence, also a longing for closeness with the male, you know, which sometimes can lead to a not so good choice in a relationship, you know. Do you agree with that? I mean, Yes, I do. And, and one thing that I'll say about that is I, I look at Shannon and I look at the way that, and, Chant- and when I say Shannon, let me say Chantel, that's our daughter, and the way that she looks at me, and I hope that I'm always an example to her of what to look for so that she's not in a relationship like that where she might be getting going on the wrong path, whereas, you know, she can look at me and say, hey, my dad was an example of respect and love, and that's what I need in a relationship, so hopefully it gives her a better foot to, to find that, that sort of thing. Definitely. And from a male's point of view, the same issues apply here as well. You can sometimes see a lack of self-worth. You can see fear and trust issues. Yep, and I must say we are not proclaiming everybody out there to be experts on this issue, but merely we are just sharing experiences and thoughts with you all, and we don't want you to say, oh, Doug and Jackie's over here trying to be Dr. Phil, because we're not. No, no, we're no experts, in that's not what we're claiming at all. 
but I, I do have a, a little something for those of you out there. And this is a, a spoken word that I wrote, and it comes from a, a young son's point of view who truly, truly wants his father's love. And it is called Run, Thoroughbred, Run. Run, Thoroughbred, Run. As I open my eyes, I realize I don't see you. I ask, do you see me? As we are one, run, thoroughbred, run. I'm your son or seed. As son needs father and seed needs love, neither of which I've been blessed with. So I search in externals, always looking outside myself. Run, thoroughbred, run. Never locating my true self, because instead Inside is where I hide. So many things you could teach me, but you don't even see that you're truly the only one that can reach me. Run, thoroughbred, run. Well, maybe my love can, but she don't understand why I don't understand. Like you said, mom didn't understand. Well, maybe now you will overstand that at some point we must make a stand. Unpopular as that may be with your ego, run thoroughbred run. Ego, that's the level we're dealing on. I'm just your pawn. Well, I should be your prince, heir to the throne, as our blood is the same down to the bone and marrow. Your vision is so narrow with those blinders on. Run, thoroughbred run. But they don't run long. Anyway, just know that you have a son, and you see me every day. In your every way, run, thoroughbred run. And that was very special, honey. And I want everybody out there to know that uh, my husband spent a whole week writing that, and he wanted to debut that today, and I'm so glad he did. So hope you all enjoyed it. And now we're going to take a short break, and during the break we are going to debut something special for you guys here on Blog Talk today. And it's from our daughter, Chantel, and it brings my husband to tears whenever he hears it. He gets all kind of mushy and stuff. <laughs> so it's um, it's one of her new singles called Daddy's Little Girl. So I'll play you guys that um, in just a second here. And, you know, remember, you can always call in to 347-215-8305 at your earliest convenience and join us, or you can go into the chat room, which is also open. And we are. Here we go. problems you guys it's echoing pretty bad and i think that has something to do with the network so we will have to debut that for you guys next time but as you can see it's all about fathers today here on our blog talk radio show and we're just so happy to be bringing it to you here in this holiday season it's important if you have a father if you have a dad that you call them tell them you love them you know you don't have to buy nothing special just a hug and a card is enough or just a hug and just telling them how you feel and I'm sure that, that that's enough. Oh, no question. And that, that was beautiful, the little bit that we did get to hear. I, I'm loving it, no question. But definitely reach out to your fathers out there, wherever they are. And uh, if they're not here with us, just pray for them, no question, because they are truly, truly needed in our society, in our homes, and in our households, always. Most definitely. Jump right in. I see a lot of people in the chat room. I see people on the phones calling in and you're just kind of being quiet and that's cool too and um you know it's it's exciting i know you got some questions and feel free um don't be worried somebody emailed the other day and said i want to say stuff but i'm a little nervous to say anything so we just wanted to share with you guys and you know tell you that we're all family here and we relax and you know we can just go ahead and do this here we go Know it's on. Basketball, basketball is my boy. Stay like the way I like the way I'm down the court. Down the court, fast. Fast, wait, what you ask for? What you ask for? Cross with like the way I like the way I'm down the court. Time for the whistle. 
seven and five last week with the NFL picks for an overall record of twenty two and eleven. Very impressive, Wizzle. Yes, you got sir. any picks for us this week? Well, if you're ready for some football, welcome to week sixteen. Now, I know you know what happened earlier this week when the Steelers traveled to St. Louis to take on those Rams. An indoor affair, easy business for Pittsburgh to take care of. Let's move on to future contests. We've got the Cowboys traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Panthers were impressive last week in a win against Seattle. I look for Dallas to take this one by a point, 17-16. Philly travels to New Orleans to take on those Saints. Philly is really tough, but they're rebuilding, and Drew Brees, it will be too much this weekend. 27-22. New York, the Giants travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Buffalo is too much. The Giants are spiraling downward. 17-14, the Bills. Green Bay travels to Chicago to take on the Bears. A lopsided affair. Packers, 31, Bears, 13. Cleveland at Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. This is a battle of Ohio, y'all. I look for Cleveland to take this one. They're 6-0 at home this year, y'all. 30-24 for the Browns. KC at Detroit. Battle of the losing streaks. 7 for KC and 6 in a row for the Lions. This is the test to see who's quit yet. Herm Edwards' response from fans that the streak is get over it. This will be a chance for the fans to get over it because the Chiefs will win this week, 17-14. Houston travels to Indy to take on the Colts. Peyton Manning at home, 35-24, the Colts. Oakland at Jacksonville to take on the Jags. Fred Taylor, a Pro Bowl snub again. Look for Jacksonville to run this one up, 42-13. Atlanta travels to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Arizona will take this one. 21 to Atlanta's two field goals. Baltimore at Seattle, Norway Lewis, 21-13 Seattle. The Jets travel to Tennessee to take on this, those Titans. Tennessee will take this one. The stud will lead them, 28-13. Tampa Bay travels to Frisco to take on those 49ers. Look for Tampa Bay to take this one 20-6. Miami, you got your win last week? Too bad, because you would have had a chance this week. New England will run the score up in this one 35-17. Look for that team to keep it rolling, and that's history in the making, y'all. Redskins at Minnesota to take on the Vikings. This is the feature game of the evening on Sunday, and I love Adrian Peterson. He's a beast. But I've got a feeling the Skins would take this one. 24, Vikings 21. Denver at San Diego for the Monday night contest. The Broncos have been subpar this season and can't seem to get any momentum going. The Chargers are playing better than ever. And Ladanian, hey, what can you say? Look for him to contribute 35-13, those Chargers. And that concludes this week with the whistle. Whistle, yes, yes, yes. yes. Why don't we talk a little bit of NBA basketball before well, we get Well, let's shoot. Out of let's here. shoot. What you got? What you got? I got the fact that Boston lost to Detroit. It was their first home loss, and then they come back and beat Chicago. Now, do you look at the Boston-Detroit loss as being really paramount for the playoffs, or, or is that just a, a, a regular season, something that happens? Well, you know, that is a game for the fans in terms of, of getting a gauge of what they see. Now, the, the fact is you have two teams playing. You have one team supremely talented with the quote-unquote big three, and then you have a team, again, the same word, team in the Detroit Pistons, which will sacrifice, I will dive on the floor for you this time because you'll dive on the floor the next time. That's all I got your back kind of thing. And what you've seen was a chemistry of a better team as opposed to a talented team. Uh, the Spurs are a really good team. you got to realize, people, what team means. Team is what I will do for you, what you will do for me. We don't have to be the most supremely talented.
we can go play anyone. And I think that's what you've seen what happened. So that's not a big deal, but the, the, the Celtics, they have to mesh and, and they have to establish a pecking order of who's going to be the man and, and, and be accountable. Because right now they've they're, they got to figure that component out to represent the East. Okay, well, we have to give you some credit also last week. One of your, uh, one of your biggest uh, surprises of the NBA season was the Portland Trailblazers. And I will say that they are looking fantastic. Brandon Roy, two-time player of the week. And when they get Greg Oden back, I think, oh, my goodness, they're going to be a beast, man. Uh, yeah, no doubt. He has helped them. I think that, that actually Oden being out has helped him tremendously because it's allowed him now to find himself. So yes. uh, what do you think about them? Well, their future looks very, very promising. Uh, Nate McMillan, it looks like he's came, come up on the positive side of things again. Uh, he's doing extremely well. He makes smart decisions. He took a job that was close to uh, in the area. Uh, he didn't leave the Northwest. Um, he's got a bunch of young talent. Um, you're in a town where there's no other teams. People, I hope you understand, there is no other professional team in Portland. If you're in Portland, that is your outlet. So right. this is like, we're talking about like, this is about to be huge for the West Coast. So uh, Portland is really, really, they, they, they're going to look good, and I think they're, the, they're going to be a formidable opponent in the near future. We're talking about next year, y'all. Yeah. I, I look at uh, going on to Orlando. I, I look at them. They're better road team than they are a home team. And I, I kind of look at this in two ways. One, that it's early in the season, so could that ultimately be a good sign for them that as soon as they learn how to win at home, could they be dominant? Well, um, I think that could be that, that that good start really starts to shake up when you look up and they're at ten losses now, and uh, you know, hey, could ninety five million dollars for a player who's not contributed heavily to you know, there's a lot of things going on. Maybe you got to light the fire of motivation, but uh, nevertheless, they they do have key components. But last night, if you were watching, you got to watch the difference between a beast, somebody who is just and I'm not saying that negatively. I'm saying that in terms of, like, getting the ball and just, he's a monster out there. And then you got to watch the finesse of Carlos Boozer last night. Again, another West Coast player, and that, the type of energy and the type of flow, you got to be able to win a game of 21. We call it booties out here on the West Coast, people. Y'all got to be <laughs> able to shoot the ball and be able to dribble and do every component that it takes to play basketball, Shaq. So what I'm saying is that, what you when you see those type of contests, take note of that. It's like, wow, this guy is shooting over him, and he's, you know. So they've got a, they've got a lot of things to figure out. I think they got a bright future in Dwight Howard, but are they ready to be a, a top tier team? I don't know yet. The future has to prove that for those guys. Okay, well. Speaking of the Miami Heat, I will have to say our prayers goes out to Zoe. As everyone saw, he yeah, definitely yeah. got uh, got hurt. I think that was his patella tendon. So hopefully this isn't the end of his career. But uh, our prayers are out with you, Zoe. Hopefully you come back and contribute to the team and, and get no him doubt. back in the playoffs there, no yeah. question. And he's a, you know what? Uh, basketball has been great to him. I would say that. I mean, he's, he can you know, we're about the same age, Doug, and you remember the time when he was coming up out of, I think, the high schools in Virginia, and he had yeah. his little pictures in Sports Illustrated. He was like, man, look at him. Look at his calves. He's a beast, you know, <laughs> Georgetown, the whole thing. And he's had a great career, you know, like, I mean, when you look at a guy and he's lived it pretty straight and narrow, you got you to gotta give it up to him because, it's, you know, hey, it can be difficult to live straight and narrow when you're in a different type of environment. And when somebody's taking the initiative to, you know, hey, this is, I can do it anyway, but I'm kind of, if I am being in trouble, not, don't get in trouble. Don't let nobody know about it. Just keep it, you know, and so I give, it, I give him credit for that. He's a good guy, and I wish him the best, you know. I have a question for you guys. Why do you think we're seeing more and more of the players being waived and let go right now at this present time? Is this normal, or is it because due to the players, you know, showing that they're not going to be able to help the team? What is that? Well, I would say that 
it's kind of normal from the standpoint that I think teams are starting to see what it is that they need and what they don't need. And what they don't need, as we might call it, trimming off the fat, that's what they're doing. They're getting rid of the players that they don't need, even if some of them are names that we're used to seeing out there all the time. They're getting rid of them so that they could bring in some new blood because maybe, you know, uh, they need a shooter, and right now they're getting rid of a defensive player, something like that. Something like that. Okay, so who at this point, you guys, right before Christmas, and you're going to be on record saying this, who's your pick for the NBA championship this year? Well, who you got? <laughs> well, I see okay, well, listen, no, I already got mine. I'm ready. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to go for the championship. How about this? I'm going for representing the East right now. On paper, I'm going with Detroit Pistons. Oh, wow. Okay, so, that's a shocker. Hey, to, to rep the West, okay. now that's a big one now. But I really like some of the things that Dallas is doing. I think Josh Howard is playing phenomenal right now for his team. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Spurs. But you know what? It, it, maybe it could be Phoenix this year. I really like Grant Hill. It seems like he's got, like, the four years off, it looks apparent. Um I really like the way that they, the way that they implement him in their system. So I think that can be a a pretty interesting matchup this year. They look they're a couple of tough teams, and Amari Stoudemire is still playing lights out ball. So and you already know what Steve Nash does. So there you are. Who's your two picks, East and West? I'm going with the Suns. I'm going with the Pistons. Okay. And and if he goes with the Suns and the Pistons, I would have to say that the Suns win that because Detroit sometimes goes through lapses where they can't score. Okay. But if anybody else from the West comes, Detroit will be the champions. Okay, who's your two picks? I will say Detroit and Dallas, and I got Detroit winning. And I would say um, Seattle ah! and New York. <laughs> I got New York beating the hell out of Seattle and sending them to Oklahoma. <laughs> That sounds good, too. I'm just kidding. Well, that does it for our sports segment today, you guys, and we always enjoy having the Wizzle on with us, and uh, we'll be seeing him next week. Thank you, Wizzle. Thank y'all, and the Wizzle is out. (laughs) (laughs) And, everybody, we have some great ideas for all of you. If you still need to go out and pick up those last-minute gifts for the holiday season, let me tell you, we have some great ideas, and we're going to start with my honey giving you hits. And they are. Number one, I would say you could go out, and this is a special gift, y'all, because you can build on it. Anything you can build on is good, let me tell you. You go out and you get a gold or silver charm bracelet. They're not that expensive either, but they're beautiful, and we women love them. Yes, and you you start out with one charm to say it means something, and then each year or birthday or anniversary, whatever, you just add another charm, and before you know it, you got something really special that she can remember always. Uh-huh, and I would say I would give the gift of the Holy Bible. Mm. Um, it is Jesus' birthday um, for all of us that believe in that religion um, and that in I would give it with their person, their name personalized on it. I received one from my mother-in-law, um, Doug's, Doug's mother, uh, a couple years ago, and I have it next to my bed, and I love it. And every time I look at it, I rub my Bible, and I think how special that is. That's something you will have always. So that's a special gift, I think. Yes. Also, I would say mm-hmm. now, how about this one? I got a good one. Okay. It's a puppy of any kind. Not, oh. he's trying to throw hands, you guys, because <laughs> he wants one. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm saying, a puppy of any kind will do, babe. I, I'm just saying, you know, you know, we love, we love him, and who knows, Santa may bring us one this year, too. I, I don't know. I think Santa's still in the North Pole trying to figure out. Uh, <laughs> Is that where Santa's from? No, he's <laughs> I thought Santa was from Compton. Stop it. And then the, the fourth one. My suggestion is a cashmere throw. You can get those anywhere. I know everybody hears cashmere and they think, oh, my God, that's expensive. But you can get that at Marshall's, TJ Maxx. They have some gorgeous ones at Marshall's. They're only 39 They're beautiful. They're by Polo Ralph Lauren. And those are stores that we happen to love and we shop at a lot. But you can also go to Nordstrom's or you can go to, like, Neiman Marcus or some of those places. But you'll spend, you know, closer to $1,000 there. But you can definitely get a cashmere throw. And men and women love those. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, A thousand. Wow. Okay. Uh, How about this? I have a two-pronger for my last one. First Mm -hmm. is scented candles, and they are always great because just they radiate throughout the house. And I will say, though, that if you buy candles, burn them wisely and make sure you put them out when you're done. But my last gift is a digital camera. 
and you can get those anywhere from 39 bucks to say uh, a couple hundred bucks. And the reason I say a digital camera, and you know what, babe, they also come disposable. You remember that because right. you can take a picture and then you can actually erase the picture if you don't like and take it again. And uh, I'll tell you, digital cameras, that's an awesome, awesome gift, no question. Definitely. Well, this is the time of the year we always want to share in a giving gesture. So we are going to give a signed copy of our book, No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball, away to one of our listeners. But you must email us. Okay, you got to email us to our MySpace communication. So you have to go to MySpace.com, Jackie and Doug, Infinite Love. And you got to leave us a message saying hello, and you have to be the 20th person to leave us that message. And you will win a copy, and we will make sure we send it out on Monday and you have it on Christmas Day. Okay, so that's what you got to do. you got to go to our MySpace, Jackie and Doug, Infinite Love. If you can't find it that way, just go into MySpace, go to the search box, and put in Doug Christie, and it should lead you to our MySpace. But make sure it's the official one, and that one will have a copy of our book on it. Not so hard, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But um, you know, we always talk about fashion and we have a question, honey. People want to know how would you describe your fashion sense? Ooh, good question. Um, that is easy and you know what? My description of fashion sense is one very, very simple word. Do you know what that word is, babe? No. The word starts with a C and ends with a T, and it is comfort. That's right. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And that, that's one thing that my husband has been telling me about for years. As a woman, we tend to wear tight jeans and high heel <laughs> boots and, you know, uh, stuff like that. And we end up complaining by the end of the night. Oh, my God, my feet hurt. Or, oh, I can't wait to go home and take off all these clothes and put on something loose and comfortable. So he's always told me, because I always compliment his clothing, and I say, honey, you always seem to pick the right outfits for the right occasion. And he said, you know, I always base it on comfort. If I'm comfortable, it'll probably be the best choice. So, so listen, when you're buying your clothes, you know what you like, you know what you think is stylish mm-hmm. and fashionable. Right. So what you do is you buy something that you like that is always comfortable. So and this is you, to our people listening, right? Oh, yes. Okay, no okay. So whenever you buy something and you go in your closet and you look and you grab something, you know it's going to be comfortable already before you put it on. That's right. It's, it's a can't miss. You, you can't miss that. Okay. So, how about this question, babe? Are Levi jeans still considered hot? Um, they are considered cool still. I would say that Levi's are definitely the in jean. They always will be. They were one of the first um, people that came out and made the um, branded jean popular, and I love them. I um, actually requested them on my wish list for Christmas this year. I like to get them. I like to get them bigger. <laughs> And um, I like to get the ones that aren't already pre-washed so that I can wash them to my liking. If you get a pair of Levi's, make sure they get the ones that are um, 501s and they are not pre-washed so that you can wash them in hot and get them a size or two bigger, probably two sizes bigger, so they'll be comfortable and they'll fit you great. Then I have another question. Where can they find Jackie Christie merchandise from our clothing line, honey? Well, you know, that's an easy they can go to JackieChristie.com, check out our private label. You go in there, you're going to find everything Jackie Christie. And there is some beautiful stuff, stuff that you can still get for Christmas. But uh, for the clothes connoisseur out there, JackieChristie.com is where you want to go. Uh, if you got anything for me, I'll be going there right after the show. <laughs> And, you know, we have um, some questions, and this is our romance section, and um, I was wondering, I want to ask you a question. This person wants to know, how can a woman be more sexy to her mate? That's more of a question for you, but I would would have to say that for, for a woman being sexy for a man, I would say that if you just be yourself, be very open, and have the ability to just be spontaneous, I think that that is something that is very special. I think that if you aren't that way, and you 
show your mate some of that way, they are going to say, wow, you're more sexy. And I would have to say, I'm going to go ahead and also chime in, and I agree with you 1,000%, honey. I would say sexy to me is everything and all things. And by saying that, I would say by being kind and by making sure that you put your mate first, that is very sexy. And by, of course, wearing his favorite color that he likes on you. And mine happens to be a nice, pretty color of like a caramel tan that my husband mm. likes on my skin tone, so that's the color that I would wear. No question. I, I love that. So Thank I you. should just paint my whole body in green and walk into the bedroom? Yeah, because okay. that's, a, that's a nice color. Or just walk into the house. Um, and then we go to Doug. What is your favorite love song for you and Jackie they wanted to know? Oh, that that's an easy one. That would be the Isley Brothers Between the Sheets. All-time classic. Love the song. Beautiful singing on it. Great song. Okay, that's it, okay. And then they want to know, Doug, how did you come up with the sign you make to Jackie while playing basketball? Well, that's another easy one. That The sign that, that I make to my wife, and that's with my pinky finger and my forefinger in the air, started in Canada. And my wife uh, one night made a sign to me, and it was telling me to go to the hole stronger and drive and all this stuff because the team wasn't doing so great, so she was coaching from the stands, y'all. But I told her, okay, I can't do both. I can't watch you and these signs, so why don't you look out for a sign I got for you next game and you try to figure out what it is. And I put up the sign, and she couldn't figure it out. And after the game, I told her that it just simply meant that I love you. Oh, and then our next question is to me, and it says, Jackie, where is you and Doug's favorite romantic vacation spot? And I would have to say that is Jamaica. We really love um, Montego Bay, Jamaica. We go there a lot. We've been there countless times, and they have cottages right on the water, and it's just a lot of fun. The people there are like family, and we all get along. They cook for you. You can go and play golf. It's just a really great place to hang out, and it has become our favorite over Hawaii. So that's where it would be is Jamaica. No question. Jamaica for sure every time. I love it to death, and everything that my wife said, you guys, is true. From great food, golf, relaxation, uh, obviously sunshine, uh, it's the best place in the world just to sit back, listen to the water, get your thoughts together, and spend some time with someone that you truly, truly love. That's right. And I want to take this time to talk about a cause that me and Doug believes in tremendously, and that is on helping bring education and awareness to HIV and AIDS. And we have a very special guest that's going to be live with us pretty soon on the show, as soon as we can pin him down. He's a busy guy. But as soon as he can get on the show, we're going to interview him, and all your questions and stuff will be answered about it. He's a a very nice person um, that we met and we really respect and um, want to take with us around the country, bringing awareness and education to HIV and AIDS. And that is something that even though it's the given season and everyone's all enthralled, with the holiday, it's still a good time to go out and be tested and know your status. And also tell a friend, you know, that's a gift you can give, is a nice card just saying, you know, Merry Christmas, but, you know, when you get a moment, even if it's after all the busy hustle and bustle of the holidays, try to go in somewhere and get tested and know your status. Yeah, I would have to say know your status is definitely big. And for those of you that are scared of needles out there, they also have an oral test, and you can know your status within 20 minutes Pain-free, no question. You can go to our website at theinfinitelovefoundation.com, and there is a link to the CDC. There's a little button. It's a left button on the end, and it says CDC. Click on that. It will give you all the information. It will give you what the test is called. It only takes 20 minutes to know. They have just tons and tons of information on there, and we've shared this before on our shows, and we'll continuously share it. The CDC is the place to go for all of those questions. This is something that we cannot forget about. So although we're having a good time and it's the holidays and everyone's feeling good and cheerful, we want you to not also forget all the people that, you know, is already carrying HIV or AIDS and pray for them to have a long and healthy life anyway in spite of that. And let's try to be kind to them and stop the stigmas that people have put out against them for, you know, being less fortunate and contracting the disease. And, you know, they're humans. They're just like we are. We had the pleasure of meeting people that are carriers of it, and it was just wonderful to be able to hug them, talk to them, sit in the same room with them, and not be afraid. Because if you don't know and if you're not educated that it can't, you know, 
jump onto your skin and if they don't have the plague, then it's, it's, it will really help a lot of people and it will, it will make their lives that much more better so that they're not, not feeling bad about it. Yeah, and I would say that that goes into what we teach our children constantly is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. So you don't want to be excommunicating anybody or pushing them out. Be more understanding and educate ourselves out here. And if we can do that, I think ultimately one by one we can make this world a better place. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, we're coming up on the year 2008, and we wish everybody a wonderful Christmas and holiday season. But we also want to start something in 2008, and we will be um, having open line chats where people can call in and share their stories with us, honey. Yeah, I think that will be fantastic. Also, just speaking of 2008, our next show is going to be Everything 2007. So we're going to cover the year of 2007, talk and chat about different things that have happened. So definitely stay tuned and come with us next week. And I just thought of something in this Christmas holiday, baby. Last week we talked about movies, and there's a classic one out there that everybody should try to see during the Christmas holiday, and that is called A Christmas Story, if you remember that one. That is a, a fantastic flick. Check it out. It usually comes on TNT, and then they run it all day on Christmas, so you got to check it out. And what's that about, honey? It's uh, about a little guy, and he wants certain things for Christmas, kind of goes about his family and, you know, how his mom and his dad kind of, you know, okay. Looney Tunes a little bit. And it's, it's a good, fun, fun story. Definitely check it out. And, you know, I was also going to tell you guys, I don't know if you go to the front of the section of Blog Talk. You definitely should. There's a lot of great shows that you can find out about. And there's one um, particular one that's on there um, that's talking about helping during the holiday season. And I think, I, I don't remember the title of it, but I will get it and I will post it on our MySpace or I will put it on this um, show, on our profile, so that you can see it. But it's, it's really a heartfelt show, and they really discuss a lot about giving and how you don't have to give something of monetary value. Just giving of yourself is enough in this holiday season. So I just wanted to mention that, you know, yeah. going there with you. Oh, no question. Uh, given of yourself in the holiday season, a lot of times you're going to touch people in ways that it spreads. It's just like a virus and it takes off and it goes because that enables somebody else to say, you know, someone thought special about me. I'm going to think special about somebody else. And all of a sudden now we're building up some momentum in the positivity section instead of people dwelling in that other scroogish, as I'll say, <laughs> side of things. And we don't even want to get involved in that. But you were talking blog talk and i can't remember brett cohen's radio but we want to send a shout out oh, to yes, him definitely. send a shout out to mr and mrs pistachio at political pistachio <laughs> that we were on we loved you guys alan show. levy alan. big ups to you yes. i see you guys got brad pitt on here and um, things about obama and <laughs> it's awesome and oh that's another show that um people that's interested you definitely should go there brad pitt i guess is and his foundation is making homes in New Orleans for the Katrina victims. Mm-hmm. And there's a 15-minute show on there with a, a um, reporter where I guess he's on there talking about the different things. And that's another um, highlight that you guys might want to look into because we can't forget about the Katrina victims. I know that happened a while ago, but there's still a lot of people suffering. It's funny because I was out doing a little Christmas shopping, and I heard a family say that they just got here because they couldn't. their home is still not put back together in New Orleans. So they came to be with relatives, and it took them five days on a Trailways bus or on a Greyhound bus, excuse me, to get here so that they can be here for the holidays in Seattle, and they were just happy to be here. And I was so tempted to, you know, turn around and ask them did they have gifts for the kids, but I looked up and the lady, she was buying gifts, and she had vouchers from an organization here in Seattle that give out vouchers so that people could buy toys. So I I just smiled to myself and thought, wow, you know, where else? You know, this is this is a beautiful place here in Seattle. When we were little kids, it was nine of us, and sometimes my mom wouldn't have enough money to buy us all presents. So we went to different organizations, and they would give us toys. So it always warms my heart when I see that. And wherever I can help, I try to help, and my husband the same. No, no question. This time of the year is is big for that, and uh, the Millionaires Club is a is a charity that we definitely help, and it helps uh, adults be able to find jobs, and they can go in and get meals and different things like that, an organization that helped uh, our families when we were younger. And that is the type of thing that ultimately 
touches our heart, being able to try to help, to try to show a different way, and then watching our children get involved in that sort of thing also is big because it shows them that when I grow up, these are the things that I'm going to do because usually kids do the stuff that they've seen when they were younger. So hopefully our children do the do the same thing as they grow and try to give and spread the joy, not just only in this holiday season but all times throughout the year. Oh, most definitely, honey. And, you know, what do you think about all the storms that's going on? I mean, do you think global warming is really true, or are you not convinced? I'm totally convinced that global warming <laughs> is true, no question. So it's not that whole Mars theory, like, you know, there's Martians and stuff. You no. believe it. Oh, yeah, it, it is true. From from the glaciers melting, water levels rising, I think that's with uh, with the warmth in the water, you're seeing more storms. They're building up. They're hitting harder. Uh, it, it is it's a scary thing, and especially here in Washington, I know that we've had some crazy ups and downs. And you know, usually growing up here in September, you know that's time to go back to school, and you're not going to hear at all about any warm days. And some of the days in Seattle in September have been 70 and 80 degrees, and I'm just going wow. Then the next day it'll be 40 degrees and raining and those are the things that are showing me that global warming is for real and we need to seriously seriously try to turn green as they say yeah and what does that mean no i've never understood what turn green does that just mean eat green vegetables does that mean i don't know maybe you can educate me here on our show and with everyone else well well my understanding of the whole green theory is trying to do more things that are environmentally safe and helpful for us, whether that is not going so much fossil fuel to turn into different types of fuel that can help the earth, because ultimately I think that the earth is going to take care of itself, and that's what's going to start this whole process of the earth really you know we got storms and all these things but turning green is trying to i look at it even as trying to eat right and not eating as much crazy stuff maybe you're not using as many paper and plastic plates also all the little different things that you can help where it's not just over and over again because hey in america don't worry about it we'll make more we got to get rid of that and we got to start saving and and protecting where we're at and what we're trying to do and i i believe truly because I don't know every single thing about the whole green movement, but that's kind of what the green thing is. It's trying to make sure that we're doing stuff that is helping our environment and not hurting our environment. That's a very, very, I I totally agree with you. And I want to ask you, um, you know, what advice would you give to people out there that um, is struggling right now? You know, the holidays is here. You know, everyone, they they call it the holiday depression time. They're depressed about whatever it could be. They're missing a loved one. They don't have money for toys for kids. They don't have what they don't get what they want for Christmas. There's a good one. They're just miserable. What would you say to all the people out there that's feeling these feelings to encourage them right now? I I would say one, we talked about books a couple weeks ago, and I'd say one book go pick up, and that's The Secret. And read The Secret, because it talks about not focusing on the things that you don't have, because everybody has don't. But what about the things that you do have? The fact that you're able to be here and think shows that you have the blessing of breathing this air and being alive. And I know that those are things that ultimately we take for granted, but until someone gets sick and all of that, then all of a sudden they say, oh, my God, I'm so thankful. Well, those are the things that you, during this time, if things aren't going well monetarily and materially, Maybe we focus more on the things that we do have, and that's the love maybe that your parents have for you or that you have for your wife or your kids, the health that you have, the air that you're able to breathe, you're able to walk, you're able to run. Those type of things is what I would say focus on, definitely. That's perfect, and that's beautiful, and they can always write us as well. And if we can give you any encouraging words or ideas or advice or whatever, we're here to share with you. Um, We love giving, and um, we may not have a lot material-wise that we can give, but we definitely have we can give of ourselves so email us call us i'll give you some of our links um during this time and you can reach us at dougchristie.com jackiechristie.com our myspace.com forward slash jackie and doug infinite love i know it just continues on huh you can reach us at infinitelovepublishing.com that's our book publishing company or you can always reach our lovely daughter, Chantel. I know we attempted to play her song for you, Daddy's Little Girl, but guess what? You guys can still hear that song by going to her MySpace, which is myspace.com 
forward slash my shani and that's m y c h a n i and you can listen to it there i believe it's number 2 on the um song list all of those songs are her and she would love to get your feedback so go right ahead and email us your messages and thoughts on what you think about her songs and we will be able to play it in the future cuz it's locked into our song list now you guys so You'll be hearing it all the time. <laughs> that would be awesome. And, you know, we're going to have one more show before we close out 2007. Yeah, so I, I hope that everybody was listening to those Christmas gifts because, unfortunately, this will be the last time we're giving you guys some Christmas gift oh, ideas. Yeah? Until next year, of course, until next year. But we will uh, be winding 2007 down. It's going to be a fantastic show. Tune in. We're going to talk about everything 2007, and we definitely want to hear from everybody out there and what they felt about 2007, positive, negative, whatever. We talk about it all. <laughs> and, and another thing we want to share with you guys, too, at this time is that our daughter Chantel is involved in a lot of beautiful things. Um, that will be debuting in 2008, so you'll hear a lot about it. I won't give anything away right now. She's working with a lovely lady named Betty Jones out of Washington, D.C. That is a family member to us, and we adore Betty, and much ups to her and a shout-out to her <laughs> and all the things that Betty is um, involved with and what she stands for as a person and human being. And um, you guys will see. And she also runs our foundation as well. So pretty soon we'll have our website all the way in full swing, and there will be bios and all that stuff so you can learn more. Um, but for now, we just wanted to thank her and wish everyone out there a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and tell you you're welcome to write us, call us, email us, mail us. Packages, of course. I like um, size 9, Ugg boots, and case with tennis shoes. No, I'm just kidding. You're welcome to contact us um, with any questions you may have. And um, stay in touch. Be here every Saturday, 5 o'clock, on Blog Talk Infinite Love Radio with Doug and Jackie. And we thank you. And should I attempt one more time to play Shani's song for them? Give it a shot. close. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. One more time because I really want to share in this with you guys. So it may work. But the network may still be having a little bit of technical difficulties, which is not a problem because we love blog talk anyway. And we know that it should work. Here we go. Let's Sam try, okay? Fix it otherwise. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to turn it up a little bit so it might be loud. You guys might need to put your phones back a little bit. Here we go. I'm going to try. not going to work but guess what thank you guys anyway for tuning in we had a good time with you and we will be talking to you very very soon peace ho 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 merry christmas